GoDaddy is releasing hundreds of new domains that tell people who you are and what you do. There are options for just about everything, and your chances of getting the name you want are now better than ever. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter promo code ROOSTER30 to save 30% on your order. Some limitations apply. See website for details. Stop wasting your money and time buying expensive razors. For just a couple bucks a month, DollarShaveClub.com will ship amazing quality razors right to your door. Come on, join the hundreds of thousands of guys who have upgraded to the smarter way to shave. Shave time, shave money. Join now at DollarShaveClub.com slash RoosterTeeth. This podcast is brought to you by Blue Apron. Blue Apron sends gourmet recipes and all the fresh ingredients you need to make them right to your door. To see what's on the menu this week, visit blueapron.com. Our listeners get their first two meals free. Just go to blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. Blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. Hey, everybody. Look at this. No Gus this week. No Gus. We We should say right out of the gate. That this is a pre-recorded podcast. It always upsets people when. Why do people we, get upset? I don't know. I don't know. Like I we're mean, lying I, to them. Yeah, that we were pre-recording we the podcast. Cheating them. What if one of us is dead by the time this airs? So <laughs> what if that happens? Jesus. Don't say that. Just call, call attention to it. You oh know? my god. Hey, give me a beer. Uh, so who's so running this train? Right. We are. <laughs> we are recording this on a. Uh, we're all Wednesday. about to go to PAX. So Monday we're going to be in PAX still because PAX runs over. Labor Day? Sure, why Labor not? Day? Is it Labor yeah. Day? Yeah. I think that's the holiday. Are there any other holidays that are as confused as easily as Labor Day and Memorial Day? Veterans <laughs> yeah. Day? Veterans no, Day. those two are def- Labor Day and Memorial Day. But I never get to Veterans Day to think it's Columbus Day or something. <laughs> <laughs> like that. I never Labor Day. Day. But I, I, are you guys a veteran? the same way? Do you always have to think if it's Labor Day or Memorial Day? And yes, like, I do. Once you remember, they basically mean the same holiday. Once you remember, like in my brain, as far as like what they, I don't, I don't know. What, is what the do difference? you do for Labor Day? We should name them Summer Holiday One and Summer Holiday <laughs> Two. I mean, I, I do appreciate the reasons that we celebrate them, whatever those are. What are they is both the on point? Holidays? <laughs> but what are they for? Labor Day is for people. I know who Memorial Day is for. Yeah. What's Labor Day for? Yeah, when Memorial we do, Day. That's obvious. Labor Day is just made up, right? Celebrate. Celebrate Labor. It's a it's a holiday because you work. It's like a reason no, not to really, work. No, really is that what it is? I don't know. Let's look up what Labor Day is. I actually don't even know. All I know is I got a three day weekend, so I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm not that's what everybody knows. Thanks, laborers. So Pax <laughs> runs over the Labor Day holiday into Monday, so we'll have to be there. Uh, so we had to entertain thirty thousand people instead of entertaining you know, quite at all Jordan. that listen to the podcast. All right, what is Labor Day? Let's find this out. Is it like something that like uh, like some sort of union came up with? Like we want one day of the year. Because you for sure get a day off. (laughs) What is it? (laughs) Labor Day in the United States is a holiday celebrated on the first Monday in September. It is a celebration of the American labor movement and is dedicated to the social and economic achievements of workers. (laughs) So why are we celebrating? (laughs) Should we celebrate our workers? Why is anyone? All right. First of all, let's introduce ourselves because we have a pretty much an entirely new cast on the podcast. Why don't you start, John? I'm John. I'm Blaine. I'm Jordan. And I am Bernie and Gus. And I'm John again. Gus is here. I'm in Gus's spirit. John, this is the first time you've ever been on a podcast. This is the first time you've been on a podcast. You appeared before on our... uh, I did. I I was in the hot spot. I set up the microphone again this time (laughs) because one of the cool things about today's podcast... Is Gus isn't here. That's the first thing. The second... I miss Gus when he's on the podcast. And no offense, but you guys feel weird and new to me. Do you want me to act more like Gus? Blaine, I got to call something out here. First of all, you look gorgeous. Thanks. You look great. What is the deal, though, with the... Tie the nice pants. Wait, before Blaine answers this, you said before this podcast starts, like, let's make sure we treat this like an audio podcast. And right off the bat, you're, you're making a visual, visual gag about yeah. Blaine's I gotta look. ask you about the socks. Let's talk about your glasses, He's got though. short socks on. Oh. <laughs> and long pants? Yeah, with long pants. Well, 
I don't know. They're still athletic, and I have high tops they're on. So, like, athletic. you know, I, I need to make what sure. What does athletic have to do with your fashion pants? faux pas? Well, I'm an athletic person. Seeing how I'm stretching here <laughs> for you audio listeners. Can you do the splits? No. And like if you make like me try, hero? I'll tear my taint in half. Is that what you officially tear? <laughs> yes. What muscle is your taint? Do you even do you know? Yeah, is there the, a name for it? Is Why that are, a muscle? What are you doing? Get out of here. Taintimus <laughs> Maximus? It's right the, the between the spots, you know, the, <laughs> the ball and the, the What's buttocks. the Latin word for between the spots? I don't know. But uh, <laughs> Anatomy well, so by it's my, second, it's my second podcast, the first time I wore a suit, you know, and yeah. I'm still kind of new to this and... You know, it's like dating a girl. You got to show up with your, your best outfit. So you I'm kind of like, on I don't have a suit jacket on. Otherwise, I would have brought my suit, pink suit jacket. You'll learn to stop putting in effort. Uh, really the old grizzled veteran here. <laughs> Who you think uh, the girl is in this relationship? That's what I'm worried about. The is it me or is it Gus? No, it's the audience. Is it the oh, I see. You know. You're drawing them in? Yeah. I, I, so basically what you're saying is your strategy is you're less and less clothed every time. Right. <laughs> so you see them? So next time I'll just be in a t-shirt, then tank top, then no shirt. You know, so three podcasts from now. Shirtless podcast. Uh, now you have to do that. If so. it happens. I would, Blade, I would be so impressed if we got you through three episodes of any production. And <laughs> you kept your shirt on during all those. You, you said you were going to wear your pink shirt, and then, you know, we, we, we planned this out. You know, you're going to wear your pink shirt. I was going to wear my pink pants. Blade, and then, nothing. And now Blade looks like a fool I was going to wear my pink shirt and that tie, but I just got out of the house in a hurry, so I didn't get to it. But one of the cool things about this podcast today is that we're filming it at about noon which makes me feel guilty for drinking a beer now yeah. but uh <laughs> three. No, the good really. part about that is like everybody is in the building right now well everybody who's, who's here a lot of people are out of town Gav's that's, that's out a good of- summation everyone who's here is in the building <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think that's was. usually the case though <laughs> everybody everybody Where's who's, everyone who's not here they're not in the building <laughs> they're somewhere else yeah, but they're, Gab's out of town. Just outside. He's Gab's in the UK. He's been doing out of town for a while, though. He's doing the UK, doing something really, really cool. He's doing the UK, and uh, then uh, G- Gus is already at PAX. Yeah, um, my boss is at PAX. Joel's somewhere. I don't know where the hell Joel is. He's in California. He's in Los Angeles. Yeah, he's in California with Adam and uh, with Adam Ellis. And then half the Achievement Hunter guys are about to leave to go to PAX. Yeah, a lot of people are about to leave. Yeah, and go somewhere. Barb's in Canada. Lindsay's in Canada. Everybody's right. like scattered all over the place yeah. this week. So. I basically right. just named everybody that we could potentially have on mic. But I'm, what I'm hoping is that people will participate more because I like that. I just fucking hate yeah. it. And I love it when people So when he's start. out, the hot mic comes in. Yeah. We got it all set up. Bernie just breaks all the rules. I had a fuck. I had a thing happen to me today that really pissed me off. First of all, I have to admit, we have a key card system at the studio now. And it was a big fucking deal when we moved in here that everybody gets a key card. Right. Don't lose your key card. Right. There's a fine. There's yeah. a fi- well, there's a fine. <laughs> For some people, there's a fine. <laughs> Wait, how you. many times have you lost yours? I've lost it oh twice. Okay. I, in fact, I, Chelsea, who's our office manager and who runs the uh, – she's handling all the logistics for the Kickstarter – excuse me, the Indiegogo campaign for Laser Team. She's doing all the fulfillment on that, um, which is a huge job. Yeah. 35,000 people. I'm, I'm glad that wasn't brought to my department at all. She gave me her card when I lost mine one day because she's really great about it. She goes, well, just use mine. And <laughs> I lost her. Did you lose her? <laughs> You're losing other people's cards too? Yeah. Well, you asshole. Chelsea's the boss you... at office management though. <laughs> What's that? She's doing a great job as office manager. No, she's kicking ass. Yeah. How many new pairs of glasses have you had this year? This is it. Just the one. They bought me this one actually because they wanted a, a set that I could keep in my – office so i wouldn't forget them and lose when you them. get off the mm. podcast does kara take the glasses and put them like in a case somewhere safe for keeping no john i'm a responsible <laughs> did, they, <laughs> did they come like who loses other people's stuff uh, i think brandon did that i think brandon did that but uh i actually have a key to my office i just keep it in my office <laughs> so that when i lock my door i like grab my key and then lock the door and then leave and in fact the key that i got this morning to open my office i left 
in my office. So <laughs> I hope nobody. I hope nobody locked. Them. I just but, walked by. Brandon was like giving the door hell. He just like looked like he's trying to break it. <laughs> You're just pacing in the other room. So well, it's one of those things where the 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 way we have our our, our build out done here. It doesn't seem like the most solid construction in the no. world. It doesn't seem that way. But that door is one of the most well-hung doors that I've ever encountered in my life. There's well no door. gap for me to put like my – Sealed. I kind of chewed up my license. Sealed. Today. <laughs> like, trying to jam it in You're there. trying to like do like a movie style like I'm going to get through the lock with the credit card. That never card. works. Yeah. How does that, how does that yeah, even like, work? That works all the time. Is it supposed to like slide the, the locking mechanism yeah. in? Like, you got the latch. So that when the door shuts, it pushes the latch in, okay. and it works one way like that. But you can't push the door open once latched, but you can push a door closed when it's open, right? So what you do is you take the card, push it in from that direction, and it pushes the latch in. I'm and you the just door push the latch. door open. Yeah. You lost me now. Like, oh, boy. <laughs> so lost. <laughs> <laughs> like, is so lost. I just went with the it. The vacant look on your face really, really <laughs> I fucked up that. one of my cards uh, over the winter when it was icing all the time. My windshield got real icy, and I had a. I got a. I went through my cards to see which one could I go without <laughs> to scrape this ice off, and I put. I used my car to go card. Yeah. And fucked it up, and then I needed to use car to go like a couple yeah, months yeah. later, and it would not work. Oh really? Yeah. Because that's like an RFID chip in the yeah, thing, right? Yeah. It got fucked up pretty bad. Yeah. I, I'm a pro at opening luggage locks because I used to work for a luggage store out back in the mall in Allen. No shit. Yeah. So what, any, what, what, any, which place do you work for? Samsonite. Oh, really? And, and every time somebody would come in, they'd do the Swami, Swami, Sam's tonight, like the Dumb and Dumber reference, and God, you fucking wanted to murder them. That was the shittiest job ever, but yeah, had I got the, a really good same job, it. by the way. I used to work at the Houston Trunk Factory, and it's now Bag and Baggage, which I think is a national chain. I used yeah. to sell luggage. I did it for two summers. No shit. Yeah. Shit then con. Yeah. Luggage so bros. The thing about, <laughs> luggage bros. The thing about <laughs> that is not a lot of people come in to buy luggage, so there's like hours at a time where nobody will come in and i would just go in the back and i would sleep i'd like take a shit i'd be the only one on the job but i would just do whatever <laughs> like two hours in the back. <laughs> it, it didn't matter because nobody would come in i remember one time i came uh oh there's a comma i woke up with drool on my face and i had been sleeping like this and my leg was asleep so i came out and i heard that there was someone outside they'd been in there for like 15 minutes nobody was there, no one was there. and i was like coming out of like rubbing spit on my face <laughs> Hey, what's up? <laughs> How's it going? I gave him like fifteen percent off. I went to terrible. <laughs> you really? Yeah. You're one so you like steal the from the company on top of that? <laughs> Not only did I do a poor job that I'm being paid to do, well, but let's steal from the company. Something as well. like that happened to me. I went to a Radio Shack last week for the first time. Why? I needed walkie-talkies. Like this? Yeah, what? exactly. Why do you need walkie-talkies? It's a long story, but I'll tell you. Are you a kid in a Spielberg? Movie? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> So I go in there, and there are two people working there, and one person's, like, on their laptop watching stuff, and they look up, and they're like, a person. <laughs> <laughs> and they're almost like, one lady was like, let me help you. And then the other guy was like, no, I got it. Like, they were fighting, they're like, help me. And I was like, I just need walkie-talkies. And they're like, well, here they are. I was like, yeah, just those ones. They're like, okay. <laughs> you know what they should do with they Radio They were miserable Shack? people. They should just, they should, they, they've kind of tried to move away from the Radio Shack brand. Like, they did that commercial during the Super Bowl yeah. in the 80s called. They yeah. wanted oh, the store yeah. back. such a crappy story. They made a good ad. <laughs> it was a great ad. No, it was it a really great ad, but it really, I don't think it mattered too much. <laughs> they should just, I think they, it would be worth it for that company to just kill the whole brand and just use the retail locations they have in the same stores and all that and just make a new store. Like, make something new. Radio Hut. Yeah, I, I'm just Walkie like talkie come central. up with some brand like the that name makes the most sense. You're like we, it's synonymous yeah. with a store that no one goes to. I'm yeah. saying like don't even like make like a, it's a new competitor. Call oh, it like a new like competitor a new product even a new competitor to Best Buy. It's like uh, oh, okay. yeah, it's like in Mad Men when that lady had the dog food company. 
and people found out that they were using horse meat and they were like, we just, we got to change the name. Otherwise you'll always be synonymous with horse meat dog food. Yeah. I remember that episode, yeah. I remember being in middle school and seeing a Radio Shack and be like, why the fuck is that still around? And like, what <laughs> yeah. is it, like eight years later? I'm like, they're still yeah. here? How are they clinging on to life? I, I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that aren't our age. Let's put it that way. I mean, I'm not your age already. But, <laughs> the, uh, but there's people that, like, they've gone to Radio Shack their whole life and yeah. they'll continue how did, to Radio How did Shack. Circuit City go under so quickly and Radio Shack is just lingering? That's crazy, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I guess Radio Shack has a smaller footprint yeah. than Circuit City had. Yeah. They, they kept it with small storage. Gosh, I remember I bought overhead. my head. What's the matter, Blaine? It's You're, fucking tight on my neck. <laughs> Blaine, Blaine is, uh, too much neck muscle, man. Blaine is uh, unbuttoning his top button just here. Just flex and beer too. Rip. It's, it's part of the part of the process. Audience, you get day drunk. Yeah. Nah, I'm gonna get, get day drunk. drunk. <laughs> you didn't hear that? Founder of the company I work for. We <laughs> get work drunk. Yeah, you already, you already blew it when you said you were sleeping and giving out discounts yeah. because you were sleeping. That was, that and was taking two-hour shits. It's a different. Hey, those were the best kinds of shit. At my job, I did something really stupid where there was a company-wide missive that went out because somebody had used the store phones. Because people were bored, <laughs> they used the store phones to dial one nine hundred chat lines, <laughs> and that was a big deal. And if they found out who was doing that, and this has got to stop, and don't do it, and uh, it went out to all the stores in our city, and uh, I thought it would be funny. I was like sixteen. <laughs> I thought it'd be funny. We have that list of emergency numbers that's uh, you know right by the phone. Yeah. Or like here's the fire department, here's the mall security, blah blah blah. Also, I added like Shondi like one nine hundred. Hot shit to it. <laughs> Holy shit. That was a witch hunt trying to figure out who had done that. There's like eight people that work at the store. And our manager was like, who wrote this on there? I took you into a room one at a time. Yeah. It's one of those moments, too, where it's like, at first I thought the manager thought it was funny. I was like, oh, you know, it was me. You almost <laughs> confessed. Yeah, I, almost, I almost took credit for my own firing. What did it turn out yeah. that? Did they find out or anything? Yeah, they blamed it on somebody else at the store. <laughs> and they, they were like, it was a guy who had had a lot of problems. And like I was working with another guy, and they were he was like he was like the assistant manager. He goes, yeah, we know it was I don't even remember his name anymore. It was Bill, and uh, yeah, this is the last straw with Bill. And I was like, okay, I I did it. You know what I mean? Because oh, I could. You actually confessed. You gone with yeah. it. Did you get fired? Does that make me a saint that like I had to go yeah. all the way to the point of like somebody else being fired before I finally admitted it? I guess it's better than not saying anything. That at makes all. you not totally a bad person. Yeah, yeah. Some redemption, not a lot. Yeah, Bill totally deserved. To be fired, <laughs> but I just couldn't be the reason why he got fired for the wrong reason. Great protagonist. <laughs> yeah, me? You. Yeah. That's awesome. What are some other shitty retail jobs that you've worked? My first job was delivering uh, subs for Blimpy. And I just learned that Jason Sudeikis had the same job, and he was talking. I saw some interview with him, and uh, he was talking about like when you knew when you went to a, a office and you had 100 bucks in subs – that that was going to be at least a ten dollar tip. I was totally the same way. I can remember that mentality of like, Fuck, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got paid. We were just talking about minimum wage. I think when I started working, minimum wage was three dollars and thirty five cents. Wow, that's what we were paid. It was five twenty five when I started working at a grocery store. I was, a, I was the dairy boy, but I got six dollars because I was in a refrigerator all summer. So oh yeah, seventy five cents extra. Seventy five cents for the frostbite. Yeah. Fucking yeah. job. Can that fuck you up? Like breathing in cold air all the time like that. I mean, I turned out normal, so you tell me. <laughs> as far as it was an entire like five months that I was in this fucking freezer, and I just had I, I started going crazy. I would be the only one in there, so like <laughs> they had the milk shelves lined up in a way that anybody that's up here couldn't see 
if like something was down on the ground. So I would see kids with their moms, and I would look through the glass, and I would like wave at the little kids. Oh my god! And they'd be like, "Mom!" and they'd like <laughs> scurry off to the back of the fridge. Just, like, it became like some sort of weird legend of that story. Yeah. Like the freezer guy, like up there with like Bigfoot and Loch Ness monster. The back of the fridge. That shitty jobs. And then I worked at a toy store. So that seems like a good gig. I worked at a yeah. video game store. I went from That's working nice. at Babbage's, which is now Babbage's, was wow. bought by uh, GameStop, yeah. or bought by I guess. Uh, EB Games, which then became GameStop. Uh, but I went from working for at Babbage's to Bag and Baggage, which was like... <laughs> I have a Babbage. Babbage's Bag and Baggage. I worked at all the shittiest stores. <laughs> I had a, like an overlap there where I worked at two places. Your once. resume was a poem. It rhymed. <laughs> <laughs> There's alliteration in my resume. Yeah. Hey, do you Bernie know Burns. my CV for I've, you? I've got, a, I've got a weird random job that's pretty shitty that I did in college. Hey, here's Clayton. He's on the, uh, he's hey, on the mic. Hey, finally hey. using the, uh, the new mic. People who don't, know, who don't know Clayton, he does all the audio engineering for the podcast. I should be in there right now, but I'm not. So what is your what is your weird job? In, in college, it's weird because it sounds like it would be an awesome job, but it's not. I started. I was filming all day long on films, so I started working nights DJing in a strip club. Nice. But Ooh. it was like the blue collar, like welders and construction. Dude, workers, I went past one of these places yesterday. We were doing location <laughs> scouting for uh, Laser Team, and we needed some rural locations. I found like it looks like they. Redid a barn as a strip club. <laughs> nice. It's just like, like you know the, the just called it the barn. You know the yeah. lady's silhouette that you see on the back of like semi yeah, truck mud flaps. <laughs> that was the symbol for this thing. I mean, there was no effort being they made. Stable well, one, Cindy. This one was weird because it was in Savannah, Georgia, and very much like say East Austin. It used to be in a place where it was like that, where it was like where only a few people went, but then the city expanded. So it was like in a strip mall shopping center, like next to a shoe repair and like a makeup shop. And so they had blacked out windows and they couldn't have any sort of sign because that would like devalue the locations next to them. Crack house right? looking. So building. it looked it looked sketchy as hell, and it was fun yeah. That, like the blacked out building next to your uh, <laughs> yeah. store is probably a sign this building. Anyway. Yeah. But so you think it would be a great job, but you're there from six p.m. to about four a.m. No breaks because I'm the only I don't DJ. Think that would so be I had a great to, job. I had to learn to pee between songs, like count down in my head. I'm like, okay, I got one minute and thirty seconds to go pee, and if there's a line, you're screwed. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I think it'd be good, but all the girls were either. Drunk all the time, or just drugged up crazy? Well, shocking! Yeah. I am surprised to hear that. But so they would Hardly. just come to the booth. They'd be like, "I don't want to dance to the song," and they'd be like, "Really high," and you'd be like, "Well, you're supposed to be out there right now." And they're like, "I'm not doing it." And my boss is looking at me like, "Get him on the stage." I'm like, "Did you ever have to, to dance for them?" No, in, they, in their my, place. Sooner or later, my boss just thought I was great because I showed up on time and I wasn't drunk. So he was just like, "Just tell him to fuck off." <laughs> you, you could have risen very high in that. Yeah, that's that the standard. What low standards? You don't show up drunk. I appreciate wow. that. So, do you have the strip club DJ voice? Oh, absolutely. Can you do like Blaine to the main stage? Yeah. Next. All right, everybody up at the stage now. We've got Blaine. <laughs> Maybe you've all been looking for the muscle man from Texas. Blaine. Uh, yeah. 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 Remember, My Thursday Sorry, is military night. Come here back on My Thursday. Bring out. your military ID. You get in for free and drinks are half off. That's right. Half off. We'll see you Thursday. But right now, it's Blaine. I don't have any cash. I know. I'm like, I'm reaching you right now. Just slide it through my butt crack. There you go. Yeah. There you go, Blaine. Here's, here, I got two ones. Oh, for you. Thanks, there you go. I'll take your money. <laughs> so just shot. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, first jobs are... What about you two guys? You guys? I think the only really bad job I ever had was I worked at Hollister for a little while. 
And the, the, the crappy thing about that is like there's nothing ever to do, so literally you're just folding polos for about six hours. What is Hollister? Hollister, like the, the clothing, the clothing store, company. Like the with like the half naked people all over the walls all over the place. Oh, like little step Really dark stores, right? right? Very dark store, <laughs> loud music all the time. Yeah. Like no one goes in there at all. Like it's like usually empty except for like during Christmas and so you're just folding clothes all day long and time does not pass at all. Blaine's got to get dressed now. Listen, I think we can all relate, and I think a lot of people who are working can relate. You know when you have a job that you don't like when you're just staring at the clock. Like right. when you're doing stuff like you know exactly how long 15 minutes is yeah. because you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm just not going to look at the clock. I'm not going to look at the clock for an hour. Like <laughs> doing everything. Somehow like, the clock goes backwards. I know. <laughs> and it's just like you look and you're just like – you can just feel your life like draining yeah. away, training away, and the whole while you're thinking of how little you're getting paid for just standing there doing nothing. No, screw that. I would count how much I would get paid for taking a shit. <laughs> I would be like, how much? Take that, Samsonite. <laughs> <laughs> how much did that shit earn me? Yeah, no, exactly. I just tally it up. So, did you work at like a outlet mall? Yeah, it was you- Allen Premium Outlets. Okay, that makes sense. And uh, fucking shit, I hated that place. Every time I walk by, I flip it off. Like I just anytime or anytime I drive by, I flip it off in my car. I hate that. That place. is something I never understood. Is that and this happened? I saw on Twitter where there's a big online network that somebody left and uh, quit their job there, and a bunch of other people who used to work there were like, "Ah, good riddance." You know, it's like, "Yeah, see you later." Name of the company. It's like, glad you're leaving that sinking ship. And the dude was like, really good dude, really good guy. Uh, he was like publicly said, it's like. You know, they all hired us. They hired us all when we were really young people and didn't have any experience. Gave us a lot of opportunity. I was like, I love this guy. It was yeah. quiz. And now you're making me feel really bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. But it's just one of those things where it's like, uh, I've worked at companies where people work there for a long time, and then the moment they leave, they're like, ah, fuck that place and fuck everybody. It's like, you know, it's, it's an opportunity. Yeah. You know, it's what you make of it, right? Yeah. Sorry, now you should feel bad. Yeah, that's all right. Well, I can't my whole story. Kimmy <laughs> Toys went bankrupt. Well, and I was on the way out when that happened, and then I got hired at Samsung. Samsung, I don't know. It's, it's all right. Nice. Do, you, do you burn bridges? Do you burn bridges? No, I no. probably should more than I do. Honestly, mm. that's probably, an interesting perspective. The fire, yeah, from so the bridges they burn. Them, right? It's like not everybody is like you got to. They're not in your life forever because they were in it for six months. You know, yeah. I, think it's more, I think it's more important, especially when you're younger and you have no clout. Like you, because you should not burn bridges when you're younger. Yeah. You have no, nobody like batting for you. You have like no portfolio or anything like to back up just to what you are. Like if you burn bridges that early on, you will have no references. You will have no one to be able to be like, like vouch for you. Yes. Yeah. So you're <laughs> so you're good. Just you're burn, fine. You're fine. Though. Burn every bridge now, Bernie. You're good. Yeah. Now, now I'm at the point. <laughs> now I'm at the point. Of my crew. It's like fuck everybody. It's like okay, my way the highway. Really quick. I got to read this. Um, read that. Cooking and eating should be enjoyable, but if you're should busy be. or health health conscious or just don't know your way around a kitchen, it can be stressful. Ordering out is expensive and gets unhealthy fast. Cooking's a pain, too. Finding and coming up with recipes, shopping for ingredients, dealing with leftover produce that goes to waste. Forget it. You need Blue Apron to take the stress out of cooking. Here's how it works. For $9.99 per meal, they'll send the right ingredients in the exact right proportions with simple recipe instructions right to your door. Meals are 500 to 700 calories per serving, way too low for how delicious they are. Blue Apron includes step-by-step instructions with pictures. It's idiot-proof. They work around your schedule and your dietary preferences. Cooking makes about half an hour... Cooking takes about half an hour and shipping is always free. You'll make meals like Mexican-style turkey burger, vegetarian roadside noodles, and more delicious meals. You'll cook incredible meals and be blown away by the quality and freshness. Blue Apron 
Apron fast, fresh, and affordable. End the stress of cooking right now. Go to blueapron.com slash roosterteeth and get your first two meals free. That's right. Two free meals just for going to blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. Did you say it was idiot proof? I did. Challenge accepted. Yeah. I will fuck that up. I suck at cooking. Do you, I, I, I watch what Blaine eats sometimes. Like the other day, Blaine. You just watched Blaine the other day? I just sit there, that's what it's yeah, my job. It I just sit there and watch him. But the other day, I was watching him make his lunch. He had a, he had a full sleeve of saltine crackers. Oh, and then he had this like canned stew. Oh my God. It's dog it looked, food. It looked like somebody had already eaten it. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> It was so horrible, and it, like he like undoes the lid. He has this like Tupperware bowl because he's gonna microwave it. He just goes, oh, it's like, the noise. It stays in the shape oh, as it comes out. Yeah. It's a bachelor chow. Remember that guy that did the monkey Jesus. food? That's exactly what it is. It's just like easiest thing to make. Brandon's over there. What does he want? Wait, wait, yeah. What's up with you, dude? So I was on the podcast last week, and <laughs> oh, it was boy. this great moment where Brandon Gus, Farber, Farber, and Bernie everybody. were talking about how much how hard it was for them to schedule like a hangout. Together with Blaine, and I'm sitting there it's knowing that nobody what? invited me. Actually, I looked up that conversation that I've had with those people. That, Can we see it on screen? Oh boy! Jeez, he's got yeah, evidence and everything. Presentation. So, <laughs> look at that. That's my conversation with Blaine, Bernie, Barbara, and Gus. So it's, a, it's I'm just one smiley out, emoticon. That's it. I'm trying to figure out what I have to do in order to get invited. So <laughs> I was thinking I could take the Blaine approach and just show up. And spend all my time on Tinder and talk about what <laughs> girls are hot. Yeah. Blaine, would that be inaccurate? <laughs> no, I deleted Tinder long ago. She's hot. <laughs> She's hot. I could do the Gus approach and not want to be there because apparently there's something sexy about, you know, the person who doesn't want to I don't know, Brandon. I try that point. a lot. <laughs> it's a good point, Brandon. Barbara's just pleasant, which... You know, I got a new shot there. Brandon is reading these from a notepad. He yeah. made notes of all these people. And I also yeah, have a pen because I'm, I'm trying to find out what else I have to do here. Whoa, wait, so there was last Maybe. week you guys talked about how it's hard to hang out with me? What is that? No, no. I don't trying to hang out with Gus. We talked about how hard it was to hang out with Gus. Oh, yeah. That was the premise was that we all went out to grab a drink and I texted Gus and made sure that Barbara and Blaine also texted Gus to go out. Yeah. You were not included. Context. I'm going to make this even worse for you. This is how this is how bad this was. I even thought, oh, I should invite Brandon. And then I thought, no, he's busy working for me, basically. <laughs> so I don't want to pull him out of the office <laughs> because I don't. I want him to keep working. I literally thought that. I, that's, that was my whole thought process. So anybody it. you asked, you didn't care if they kept working. Oh, what are Blaine and Barbara doing at like <laughs> 9 o'clock? Yeah, Brandon is here. You're here. You're here too much, honestly. Well, this is a busy season for us because we're finishing up the DVDs. When Blues, we used to make one DVD, one disc. Now we make four. Yep. So this is a pretty busy time for What's all of us. What's the four DVDs we do? Uh, well, we do two DVDs and two Blu-rays. Oh, okay. And yeah. they're all completely different. So yeah. it sucks because the animators are all hanging out by themselves and joking. And I have two offices to myself halfway across the building. Brag about it. And nobody who wants to hang out with me. I can't be like, oh, sorry, guys. I'm busy. I'm working. I just look at my phone. and Nothing. There's nothing but a, a emoticon. We hang out, bro. You know? <laughs> We, went to, we did the Disney's, you know? <laughs> the brocation. That was a good time, right? Come on, man. I'll hang out with you. You know, we all right, were... it's actually funny because I uh, Brandon's girlfriend lives really close by me, and they've just opened up this like nice little trail that people walk on. And I've gone running by Brandon apparently like two or three times. <laughs> Never noticed him? Never noticed. And he, he texted me after. He's like, he just ran by me. Wow. You know, he ran by us on, guy, and his headphones, is. and it was really dark. But Paul and I were like, 
Was that Blaine? I'm not sure. Or is that, that, is that, is that just what bros look like at night? Dude, <laughs> everybody. You run down by the lake, I assume? Yeah. Yeah, everybody who runs at the lake has their shirt off. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I've learned why that is. Because it's impossible to take off a shirt after you've been running. Right. It takes me like 10 it minutes. Just, it, it takes me 10 minutes to get a shirt. Ashley laughs at me when she watches me get out of shirt. When I get back from the gym and I try to get out of a shirt. It's impossible. It's just ridiculous. There's also beautiful women down there with dogs. So You trying to show up for the dogs? What's yeah. the dogs? Are the, what's are the, the dogs? dogs? I didn't get no, no, that no, no, part. No. Brandon, Brandon made a good point. He said, if you ever see a girl, you need to fake a leg cramp and then like go no. talk to them about their dog. And I was like, well, I'd be like, have a <laughs> broken leg. I never said leg cramp, but no, a first conversation about a dog is golden. Are you guys careful? Oh, that's a really free dog. That's yeah. like a good first. <laughs> Nobody going to say, what are you going to stop somebody and say, you can just stop and talk to them. You're so beautiful and you made my leg cramp. I never said anything about a leg cramp. I'm not a leg cramp guy. John Cusack is going to play Brandon in the romantic comedy about his life. <laughs> hey, baby, got any electrolytes? <laughs> I'm all over here. Well, I'm sorry. You listen, the reason, let me go down the list. First of all, yes, Gus has got that on lock. The fact that he never goes out anywhere means that I ask him to go out places, which makes no fucking sense because he always tells me no. 100% of the time. The opposite is Barbara who Barbara's like the go-to. Barbara and Jack, well, Jack's married now, but Barbara and Jack were always the go-to for me of like, I'm going out somewhere with five minutes notice. Barbara and Jack, if they're not doing anything, absolutely. Yeah. And they'll show up 10 minutes later. Yeah. They're awesome about that. Yeah. I also should point out, I messaged John. You <laughs> <laughs> <He> did. <laughs> I don't even have John's phone right. number. Well, now I feel bad. Let me tell the last thing Bernie texted me was. But I didn't see it till the morning, so I didn't get to go. So oh, see, wow. I'm like I'm like four for four on her hangouts. John is like zero oh for one or yeah, two. Yeah, I am. I was I was actually really bummed. How far down do I have Blaine, to scroll Blaine to find a text wait, from Bernie? Blaine and I have been shooting a lot of shorts together. I've been spending way more time with Blaine than just about anybody else. It's the, the best times ever, right, Bernie? <laughs> We're having a great time, bro. <laughs> it's fun. Is this is this what it's like hanging out with Blaine? <laughs> it's not like that. It is absolutely like that. <laughs> you stop. Brandon is uh, motioning on Twitter or uh, Tinder, Tinder. Uh, swiping left and right. Absolutely. When Blaine hits the backseat of the car, it's just instantaneously. It's like, oh. And you get the commentary, too. A lot of talent on Tinder today. That being said, a lot of talent on Tinder. He hasn't been doing that the last month or so. Hey, and you know what? I just got a tweet from two people, and they were like, hey, uh, I met my boyfriend, or hey, I met my girlfriend. I think it's the same couple on Tinder. And we have you to think because you raised, you know, you you made us aware of this app. So, you know what the, you know what the, Blind is there. You got to get 10% of, of the any kids. kids. <laughs> a reference? No, no. You get 10% of like the kids' income from that union. Mm-hmm. I say that if you get married, if you meet on the <laughs> Rooster.com website, if those people get married, there's been a lot of marriages. Some sort of tax. Yeah. 10% of that kid's <laughs> lifetime income. I'll go collect. It's tithing. It comes back this way. <laughs> Brandon, I love you very much. And I'm very sorry, but I know you're very busy this time of year, and I don't want to distract you. So you should you probably from... go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, Brandon. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise I'll have to do it. I'm going to study this. I love you. <laughs> Speaking, we'll hang out this weekend. Speaking of those DVDs, it's that time of the year where, like, there's a certain part of the office that I don't want to go to because of how haggard-looking some people are. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of smelly. Let's get Miles. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's the poster child. Like, I walked by and, like, basically everyone's just in their pajamas and, like, laying around. It's like, it's I don't want to go over it's there. It's just that point where I walked by and I saw that they just looked like death. Yeah. And then I was like... 
did you guys have a sleepover last night? Like trying to be super optimistic. <laughs> and, and, like, no humor. and they're like, yes. Yeah. Oh. Zero humor. Yeah. So then I started going around and pep talking him and I was like giving Miles a massage. He's like, let's go, RVB team. Let's do this. And then like Miles just like looked at me dead in the face. Like, yeah, they don't care. He's like, yeah. I will break your neck. Like they'll he was like, so not happy. Go away. There he is. Yeah, there's Miles. Miles of everyone I think looks the roughest. Yeah. yeah. Normally because it's beard. Like, it's probably because I remember meeting Miles when he was young <laughs> and had young, face, fresh and full life. Student. It's like I was trying to think like what was one of the first things that we were in together. Like I saw – I went back and I was going through all of our shows at the company and you were on one of the very first recaps. And I saw you and I was like, look at that. Look how happy and like full of energy Miles is. And what's now, what happens when you come to work for a rooster team? That happens. Yeah. Miles, what's it like living on the streets now? Uh, you know, uh, you, you just find a nice little dark spot where yeah. nobody will steal your stuff or cut you. And like, no, you're fine. You're good to go from there. Under the bridge on Congress. We let this yeah, more, more like here. above the no in their bunk bed. <laughs> so the no, they, they worked in a space that looked like – like <laughs> the back alley of the office. It was like equipment yeah. alley. It was like I have to admit, it was pretty shitty. And Meg and Joey and Ashley were working there, and they kept saying we would like to kind of spruce up our area a little bit. <laughs> and we got a really awesome guy who works with us now. His name is Marcus. Marcus Laporte. This guy is fucking Marcus awesome. Is great. We all fucking love him. Love Marcus. He's yeah, a he's, the shit. He, he's a production yeah, he's designer. He's a sets guy. He's a prop guy. Uh, like an art, an art director essentially. Yeah. But he does a lot of different jobs here. Um, and he, one of the best things he does is like he'll say, oh, this area looks like shit in the office. I don't have anything to do today. How about if I just yeah. you know, spruce this up? He changed our kitchen, yeah. which was okay. Oh, it was but, the tiki hut. <laughs> a little Florida-y. <laughs> a little no. Florida-esque. Yeah, it was, yeah, right. yeah. It was rough. It was Cabana. like a Tahiti hut. Was that- we, call it, we called it Nam because on the other side <laughs> is, where, is where we work in the parlor, and all we saw was bamboo. Right. So we wanted to put up like a bunch of like POW signs. Fucking <laughs> 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 Nam! But he uh, he completely changed that that kitchen in like one weekend. It's and, awesome, and now everybody loves it. It was yeah. yeah, it was like Fridays. Like all right, leaving the Florida hut, and then like we came in. I was like, I was like Charlie and Chocolate Factory. It was so nice. Yeah, do we have really pictures cool. of that out? Yeah, we can. We, we'll put it in the link up so people can see pictures. It's of so it. pretty. Can nice. we get him on my office because it's. I it's grabbed him from my office. He was over in the bungalow, and I was like, "Marcus, come here." And I had him like, "I think he's working shelves and stuff." I, he's working I don't even have a now. lamp in my house. Well, I know I uh, we have the same discussion with Miles. We have with Brandon. I know you're very, very busy. You guys are. In, how long have you been in Crunch for RVB? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> More important <laughs> I, question like, is: uh, there's no windows. What there's is nothing the, we've been, we've been in Crunch for for um, probably? It was before they redid the kitchen. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't really remember last week. Oh, like, <laughs> uh, it's it's yeah. getting pretty wild. It's. Getting, I don't know. It's. But, but we can see the light at the end of the tunnel now, which is really nice. When's the last time you showered? Uh, Monday. I'm gonna go home oh. and as soon as we lock the episode that we're working on, I'm gonna Please. shower, nap for a few Monday, hours, and then come back. I'm gonna go home. One day. This is probably. This is Wednesday. Just for, Jesus, yeah. today really. Won't yeah, <laughs> you've been parked. You've been parked in the same spot since like. I noticed Monday. that the other day. Like I went outside to see the sun, and, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh man, I still got this parking spot right yeah. in front of the door, and I haven't had to go to my car once. I'm an asshole." <laughs> I hate the sun. It's uh, it's so overrated. Yeah. It's out. weird. It's, it's weird. we get the casino effect working here. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, there's no windows exactly. or anything, so you'll go out and be like. What is this? You're always surprised by the weather when you go out. Like, I, yeah, it could be yeah. raining. And you yeah, it rained yesterday. Sun. I was like, oh. yeah. Yeah, it was <laughs> to me, there's some weird combination of sleep deprivation and sunlight that is one of the worst feelings in the world to me. Like if you're mm. up all night drinking or you're out partying and you make it through to where dawn where the sun comes up, that feeling of the sunlight hitting you, that's exactly what it must be like to be a vampire all yeah. the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It's like sunlight at noon when you're like on the river, awesome. 
like dawn sunlight when you've been up all night. You're like <laughs> sunlight at noon on the river. Bullshit. We. I'm not gonna get into it because they would kill me. Miles, but thanks, dude. Thank you. Love you, Miles. We had a shoot over the weekend for a show that's coming up, and basically, long story short, we were trying to be incognito for the shoot. There's yeah. a there was, there was a five person crew. And by the end of it, we were all shirtless because it was so fucking hot out. I think Brandon took a picture, but like, yeah, it was, it but was hell. That being said, you've been in Austin for what four years? I don't know if you smell your summers here, John. How long you been in Austin? This is this is um, a little over a year. A little over a year. Yeah, okay. I started last summer. Man, John, you came to Austin for one of the best summers ever. Because, this summer? Yeah, this yeah, summer. It's well, been pretty mild. I'm I'm concerned because it's been getting hotter, and I'm I think it's going to go into October into the hundreds. I think it's going to be a long summer. That was pre-summer. You are you were luck because <laughs> rain is coming through. There's a whole front coming through that's going to like just douse it's us. It's going to make it hotter. Yeah, rain, nah, nah, nah. rain just makes yeah. it hotter. Wow. This has been Rain's a great, great. year. Yeah. Great year in Texas. You're going yeah. to Greenbelt? I don't. Yeah, I'm right there. I look I'm right, right by the right. Greenbelt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm skeptical. I'm, I don't believe it. It's like bone dry now. There's this place that's Greenbelt. It's like dried up riverbeds. And like if you go out there like now when it's just been sunny, it's just like rocks and that's it but mm. if you go out there after it's rained it's like filled and people go swimming it's not it's not the Best. green belt it's just a belt at this point oh really no, yeah oh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, got it. yeah but uh, the locals there's, a, there's a big like swatch of um they call it the green belt but the if anybody else in the world looked at the, what we call trees in texas they're basically like big cedar bushes <laughs> really yeah, much. yeah i mean it's it 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 looks nice from a distance, but then when you get in the middle of it, they're just awful. I went for a hike there on Sunday, and I went alone, and apparently that's not a normal thing to do, and everybody's giving me shit for it. What does that mean? Yeah, I just went for a hike. Like, you know, I just went out. People on the green belt were giving you shit? No, no, no. Okay. Like, friends, like, uh, <laughs> they, they're like, loser. oh, what'd you do this week? And I was like, oh, I went for a hike on the green belt. And they're like, oh, who'd you go with? I was like, well, I just went with myself. And they're like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. You, are you fine. okay? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> did the, the Incredible <laughs> Hulk walking away song play the entire time you are out there? <laughs> <laughs> here's what, here's what I absolutely guarantee. Is that all the people that gave you shit for going also wouldn't have gone with you? If you call me yeah. and say, let's go hike on the Greenbelt, I go, dude, I'd love to do that. Uh, man, but I'm like, I mean, like I'm like out, yeah. uh, I'm like super busy uh, <laughs> I'll doing go something. With you. Let's, let's, go, outside. Let's, go, let's go fucking. Hiking. Let's go this weekend. Let's it do was, it. It's freaking nice. I, although I went out there and I reached a point where it was just it was all greenery and there's a little bit of water and I was like, oh wow, this is really nice. This is tranquil. And then I saw a fucking snake, and I was like, all right, time to go home. <laughs> Nature sucks. Yeah. I was like, fuck this. I'm outside. It's like two foot long. I hated it. Yeah, one of the locations we were looking at uh, for Laser Team this week, uh, that's one of the questions I asked. Is like, because we're in the middle of a field, and I was like, you got many snakes out here? And he's like, why do you ask? It's like, because I don't want to fucking die <laughs> on a snake. Yeah. I don't want to have a crew out here with snakes. It's something you got to be concerned about. Yeah. yeah. What did you see? What kind of snake? I don't know. It was, it was like a foot and a half to two foot long. And I can't remember if it was like brown. I think it was brown, maybe green. Yeah, he, brown. I think it was brown. <laughs> maybe Pretty sure it was brown. Oh, this is riveting. <laughs> it's either an alligator or Godzilla. Can we just, <laughs> I, I just remember like breathing in, and then I just heard this like rustling in the bushes, and I looked over, and I was like, "That's a fucking snake." <laughs> I, <laughs> like, wanna, I ran. I want to note that when Blaine talks about himself breathing in, he puts his hands on his hip like it's a heroic <laughs> pose. I'm just like, uh, I imagine Blaine in the middle of the field with his hands on his hip, staring. At this is breathing, and then a fucking snake rolls up. <laughs> Sounds like a <laughs> biblical story. <laughs> And that's how Mexico was founded. <laughs> yeah, we another guy I met with this week. We were talking about some other film opportunities, and uh, I was meeting with a guy. Um, I can't say a lot, but it was a film. It was really, really cool, um, um, and it was shot like down on the border of Mexico. Okay. And when I was even talking with this guy, uh, he was saying, "I was saying like 
one of the locations was a border town I used to go to all the time when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just walk across the bridge and go drink there because you could drink when you were under 21. And I said, I, I kind of had to ask. I said, uh, you know, he's a Mexican kid himself or at least of uh, Mexican heritage. And I was like, so you're going to go into Madame Morris and, you know, going to go film some stuff there? And he's like, no. <laughs> well, he was like, absolutely not. Why not? Uh, you know, just like cover it. Because it's just like it's the border towns along Texas yeah. and Mexico border and California Mexico, they're just completely different now. Yeah. I mean, it's just like it's it's a different world compared to what it's like, like ten years ago. Yeah, compared to like ten or twenty years ago. I went to Mexico like two years ago, and I went to I went to Guadalajara, and it's it's a lot safer there than that's near interior the Mexico. Yeah, yeah that's like in the middle of Mexico. It's like better if you get further down into Mexico. Yeah, you want to go talking about the border. You want to get away border from towns the border are rough. towns. Yeah. border towns can be can be really rough, and you yeah. just don't, don't know. I want to go. Well, he talked about. It. He said. He said, "Yeah, it's used to, some of them seem like ghost towns now because all the college kids don't go down there anymore." Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, "But senior citizens still go. They don't give a fuck. They're, like, <laughs> they're fearless." Kidnap no, me, you no, son no, of a bitch! No, I'm on my way out. Who cares? You. <laughs> Take my kidneys. They're worthless. <laughs> it's like you try to get kidnapped. And like what? <laughs> <laughs> give me all your money. Ransom. <laughs> what do all old people sound like Gilbert Godfrey? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> so what? Uh, what age do you think that takes place? What? When you like, just don't give a crap? Just done. I'm like, looking forward to that. Like, I'm really looking forward. <laughs> 41. 41. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. I'm right there. How old was 72. I two years ago? You're checking yeah. out. <laughs> there, is, there is a point where it's like you, stuff that was really important to you 10 years ago just doesn't matter at all. And yeah. I guess you just build up an entire life of that. So what's, there's like there's a period of time yeah. where it's like you give a shit. But it's like one up to, I'd say what, 23? You don't mm-hmm. really give a fuck. And then once you hit like, what, 70? So shit. <laughs> I can you say that when I was in my teenage years, I gave a shit about a lot of stuff. Yeah, I don't care about fired now. up about yeah, everything. You think of. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if it's uh, cyclical too. Like you come back around when you're an old person, and you're like, I need all my toys. Like I care about my toys. I can say <laughs> I'm, I'm the exact opposite. Hey, Monty's here too. Monty, jump on there. I want to say something to you. Uh, I'm the same. I'm that way now. Where it's like I spent like most of my twenties building stuff up. Now I'm just like I don't want anything. I don't <laughs> want. The fact that I yeah. get all stuff digital and all that stuff, like people put like knickknacks and shit on their yeah. desk. I'm like, yeah, no I fucking way. hate knickknacks. I hate it. That's just clutter. Yeah, I see Chelsea. Over What's there. the age you get when you're okay with just like peeing anywhere? Where like old men just like they'll just pee in a, on a wall anywhere. <laughs> well, let's come back to that story in a second. <laughs> that'll, that'll tie in nicely with my uh, locked out of my office story. <laughs> oh jeez. Hey Monty, what's up, man? What's up? What are you doing? Another guy who's in crunch, Monty Ohm. Hi yeah, Monty. See, crunch, crunch for me is like, the, it's like constant it's like i know how to do it i've been doing it for years it's like you just gotta it's a warm blanket steady ride all the way out and it's not like it's not like as soon as yeah but this is crunch with deadlines that's a little bit different yeah Yeah. monty how many times do you microwave that cup of coffee Uh, it's like the fourth time (laughs) you know it's all right monty and i talk a lot about you as i'm sure most you know monty ohm here is the creator of ruby oh is he lead animator for it hey just just letting people know john (laughs) me that it's part of the job i want it Monty and I talk a lot about, like, limitations of, like, when you can do anything, you feel like you should do everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, limiting what you do. And the other thing, the other thing, big thing with artists is deadlines. Because yep. if you don't have a deadline on something, you'll just work on something forever. Because you yeah. can always make it better. Yeah. Man, speaking of paranoia, were any of you guys up for when the, 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 cable, the, the internet went out, like, nationwide last night? Oh, oh for time the time order outage. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, Skynet's taking <laughs> over. This is from L.A. to Panic New mode. York. It was really? like L.A., Chicago. Yeah. A lot of like the southeast. Fucking everywhere. No, actually, I'm really glad I was not awake for that because the fact that it happened in the middle of the night would have freaked me out a little bit. Yeah, mm, I was like, yeah. I was like, if I was gonna attack the nation, I would ch- like shut off our eyes and ears first, you know, that kind of thing. 
What are the eyes and ears of the nation? Morbid, I mean, just the internet, right? I mean, let's be able to communicate. Buzzfeed. Eyes and ears of Twitter. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's the thing. The only thing I had was Twitter at that point because, like, my sprint was fine. It's just, like, Time Warner Cable went under, and there was, like, it was a complete blackout, and I was just like, I was just being old and cynical. I still don't have internet. We're all talking about being old and cynical (laughs) I'm going to die. I got really worried when I moved here to Austin because I had a friend when I was back in California that was my, 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 my apocalypse, like, <laughs> you know, Buddy. he he yeah. was the guy I was going to go to when shit went down, and now I'm here in Austin in a major city, which is like the place you're not supposed to be if like the apocalypse happens. Really? You're like, yeah, like you know, when you're like heavy population areas and all that kind of stuff. So now I'm out here and I got no plan whatsoever. You're you're south enough that I think you'd be. Okay. Yeah, I, I Just think I'll come over. Yeah. We, we, got got lot, we got lots of guns here. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so when people are freaking out about guns. everything, everyone has a gun. Perfect. I mean, you just gotta have a plan. Like my plan is grab all the portable bags batteries that are here take the truck go south to the where the what's that place with all the guns the camping store cabela's yeah, go to cabela's. Uh, yeah, yeah. you don't ca- think anybody else is going to go to cabela's Jeez, though that place yeah, but i'll have packed. a truck <laughs> well i guess a lot of people have a truck i'll, I'll, I'll be the one who, i'll be up, see, i'll be up at 3 a.m the one who thinks it first yeah. <laughs> yeah i i think about that a lot actually was uh there was a point in time when um i think it was sars was getting big and i yeah. thought Ooh, i don't know where this is going and it's weird because you never hear about SARS anymore. But I bought for my family. I bought like enough food for two months. That was what? Y2K for us. Wow. Y2K, Y2K for you? was like my family mm. bought water and some canned goods and that kind of thing. <laughs> Did you hear about the dude who just came out of hiding from right. Y2K? The, like bullshit. No, no, Jets, you just came out. What from Y2K? Story. I thought you were talking about the hermit that got arrested. That's the dude. I thought he was in there for like thirty years, or was it only for like fourteen years? Holy I shit. I mean, Y2K was a long well, time ago this Y2K point. was 14 years ago. That's so. insane. Y2K was not that long ago. 30 years, <laughs> it was 14 years I'm gonna, ago. I'm going to double that check here. That reminds me of like Man the, emerges uh... from bunker 14 years after oh, Y2K okay. scare. Wow. That, this actually was a dude and who... And he, he got arrested because he, he stayed, like, <laughs> he stole everything. That's how he, like, survived. Uh, he stole everything from campsites. So now he's basically Woody... just going to lead the same life but in jail. Did I might he have 14 years of supplies, or would he have to go out and steal? No, no, he went back? out, and that's what they said. They said he would steal from other campsites. <laughs> he didn't bother to, like, pick up a newspaper? <laughs> I think he said... What do you mean a newspaper? <laughs> yeah, he probably would be confused with the fact that there are no newspapers. <laughs> right, that's an indication of Y2K, because they're not printing newspapers Did anymore. Did he stay hidden because he was still wearing Y2K, or just because he wanted to stay a hermit? I didn't read a lot about it. I didn't I read a lot about it. You are headline bullshit reading. on that story. What do you mean? Did he just made that shit up? Yeah. Dude, 14 years this guy didn't come out yeah. to, to reach civilization. That reminds me of the uh, the Japanese soldiers who would like were still in like the on jungle the on the islands. Yeah, yeah but World those, are people, those believe are people who those are people who like went in when technology didn't exist that yeah. you could like take with you to keep yeah. up with what's happening <laughs> exactly. in the world. Can you imagine? It'd be like aliens coming to to take you away. It'd be like, what is this? <laughs> Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. a Brendan Fraser movie, Blast from the Past. It's a great movie. <laughs> it's Brendan Fraser dropped off the map. After Mummy. Yeah. All right, well, Monty, Good thanks time. for stopping by. Yep. Go uh, some... Wrapping up animation right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're, going to, you're going to PAX with us. Anything you want to see at PAX? Uh, I mean, it'll be this will air after we go to PAX. What are you looking forward to? Hotel food. All right. Hotel food. There we go. That yeah. we can deliver. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I just I just uh, messaged Jack, too, because I want to talk to Jack that uh, um, he was in San Francisco uh, uh, during, oh, earthquake. during an earthquake. Yeah. yeah. Him and... Uh, uh, Katie, that's a big and deal here, Ashley right? Ashley, we're there. Like people like look forward to like experiencing an earthquake someday. Specifically, Gus. Gus, yeah, yeah. I've actually been in one. I was in uh, E3 like three years ago, yeah. and there was a minor like a three or four earthquake in LA. I've yeah. been just in, like, did you freak minor, out, right? 
No, I was pretty excited. What was your reaction? They're fun. I was like, oh, cool. That was an earthquake. Jordan, Jordan, you're California guy, right? Yeah. So you've like grown up like used to earthquakes. It's not a big deal. Yeah, they're totally fun. My mom would always freak out, but I always be like, woohoo. Yeah. The ground's shaking. Earthquakes, I like earthquakes. I can deal with. Like you get used to, you sleep through most of them when you yeah. grow up in California. The, what freaks me out here is like the tornado stuff. Oh, tornadoes! I was about to say that. I don't Completely think... used to them. Yeah, well, I don't. Yeah, blink. How long were you in Oklahoma? I was in, until I was a six. While I was there, though, I that's went to the storm. Ter- sh- that's tornado country. That's I went to yeah. storm shelter. I can't even remember how many times there right. was like the, there was like one time where I remember very specifically we were at my grandpa's house. It was like a big family thing. We went in the shelter and we were there for pretty much the entire night. Tornado just passed right over us. Jeez. Awful. I w- and it was yeah. exciting, but I was scared at the time. But like thinking back, I was like, oh, tornadoes. We yeah. had a serious like tornado warning just recently a little bit when we were having those storms. Like the most serious that's happened since I've been here. Mm. And I was like trying to think of who to text. I was trying to think of people who've been here forever. So I was texting Jack. And he was like, I was like telling him, what should I be looking forward to? And he's like, if you hear the sound of a train, then you're in trouble. And yep. I, was, I didn't know what that meant. I was like, are trains going to be flying around or something? <laughs> like, is that what happens? He's like, no. Choo-choo. That's the sound it makes when it's like getting really serious. But I was so freaked out. I didn't know what that meant. Oh, it's just it's supposed to be door. Lord. I didn't know what that be... meant. Like, when you hear the sound of a train, get to the hiding. Like, it's what? a bathtub, right? Bathtub's the secure place. The train is the yeah, alarm. They always say bathtub. <laughs> it's also a smaller room, but it also seems like one of the rooms that has the most amount of glass in it with mirrors and stuff like that. Yeah, it seems dumb. Well, I remember you... when I was in high school, I covered a huge tornado that hit north texas and they just got fucking demolished like it it seemed like a really shitty time where do you go to hide in a house when there's an earthquake uh i have a bathroom underneath my stairs it's a tiny little bathroom but it's underneath stairs no windows it's like the center of the house that's a good spot that's a door frame wasn't it under the stairs door frame yeah door frame under the stairs is typically good because it's Stairs might stay up. That was a if they don't, you got a little bit of a problem. Yeah, that was a common chant though. Get to the door frames. (laughs) Yeah, they always said that about earthquakes to get to the door frame. But then I thought I heard later on it's like the door frames was like almost like a wise tale. Like if you go in a door frame, you're not really that protected very much. Like there was there was this Animaniac song that they did all about how earthquakes are in L.A. And I think uh, one of the lines in the song is "Get to the doorway, <laughs> get to the door frame." Yeah, that like, said it. Growing up in the Cold War with nukes like, yeah. hanging over your heads, yeah. what that was like. Drop. That must have been constant <laughs> pressure. Bernie, tell us what that was like. <laughs> well, I didn't know that was my life. Listen, when I when I was year old, I was in school. I was in school in the eighties, and that's when they there was this movie that came out called "The Day After," and it was like, you know. Yeah, Patrick just did the other thing. Everybody knew this. It was like, this is back when there was a huge explosion of the expansion of media in the late 80s. Like, up until the late 80s, there was four TV networks. And really, there was only three. There was ABC, CBS, and NBC in the U.S. Uh, Then they added Fox. And then they added, like, 10 billion other fucking networks. I just took my kids to an exhibit that's down at the Bob Bullock Museum here in town. Oh, yeah. And it's all 60s technology. Right. And just looking at the TV, the most fascinating thing to me about it was the kids were like, oh, wow, it's in a cabinet. It's like a big wooden <laughs> thing with a tube and all that. It's like crazy yeah. to them. And I was like, look at the dial. The dial is I like mean, has huge numbers on it yeah. of just like you, just, just 13 possible tune ins. I go, yeah. wow, only 13 channels. I go, there wasn't even that. Yeah. yeah. There wasn't even that. I had, I had a TV. Like, I remember when I was, when I was really young, I, we had uh, like a small TV like that that had only like a few dials yeah. on it. And yeah, not every one, like six went to like fuzz. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. nothing. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's even crazy to think about too how much media there is today just from like 20 years ago, yeah. is that the movie Poltergeist, J.J. was watching it in his office. I think it might be coming up on screenplay eventually. And I was saying, J.J., that movie would not, the premise of that movie wouldn't make any sense today because TV networks went off the air at like one in the morning. They played the national yeah, anthem yeah. and then they would go to static. And that in Poltergeist is a big device for communicating with the other the world. Ghost, yeah. And it's like now we have 
400 channels. They don't ever go off the air. Well, they don't even see TV snow anymore. Like, if, if something's not connected to your TV, what do you see? You see, like, a black or a blue, blue screen. Or, yeah. yeah. Like, you don't mm-hmm. see that snow. Like, that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I got Matt. I was telling this on the podcast earlier, but I got Matt on old TV to run a Super Nintendo or a Nintendo 64 for a game we used to play. Uh, back when we lived together, we used to play Ken Griffey Baseball. I set up this huge tube TV that I got in his office, turned it on. I forgot what that experience was like. I turned it on and went, and all oh, yeah. the hair on my arms stood yeah. up. All the <laughs> static. That can't be good for you. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just electrons being fired yeah. directly at your face, and the only thing stopping it is a little piece of glass. That's all it is. That's all that's going on there. Yeah. All right, really quick, i got to read another thing. Is there anything worse than buying razors? You got to remember that you need them in the first place. You got to sit in traffic to the store. You got to find that locked plastic fortress they keep them in. Then find the one guy with the key, and he's in the back texting his girlfriend. After all that, it's going to set you back 25 bucks. Never do it again. Join dollarshaveclub.com. For a few bucks a month, dollarshaveclub.com delivers the world's best razors right to your door. Dollarshaveclub.com is so much smarter than going to the store. Their plans start at just three bucks a month. Signing up takes just two minutes, then sit back and blades arrive like clockwork. Their razors are better than the big shave companies for a fraction of the price. You can shave with a fresh blade every week. No membership fee, no commitment, and they have a money-back guarantee. You have nothing to lose by trying them out. Stop trudging to the store for overpriced razors. Join dollarshaveclub.com slash roosterteeth. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash roosterteeth. And I'm actually a member. Uh, I signed on immediately the first time I ever saw that ad that they made, that viral uh, video they did. That was good. And it just made sense to, like, I signed on. It's fantastic. My wife even uses the Which, razors. Which I love that they're a sponsor of the podcast and that we – have ad reach for them, but I've always said you should go watch that ad because it'll make you love that company. Yeah, yeah. It's just Dollar Shave it a, Club. It's a YouTube ad. It's fucking hilarious. That's, that, that ad was literally the only reason I signed up was just seeing that and like I was like, all right, this seems simple. Yeah, their founder mm-hmm. CEO dude just seems like a really good dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems like a good company culture. Yeah, but I was gonna say that uh, there was a there was a movie called uh, like an ABC movie or whatever movie of the week or whatever the hell they called it on TV. Which was a uh, beer handoff. Yeah, um, <laughs> saw that on the camera. Thanks, bro. It was a uh, movie of the week, and it was called The Day After. And it was about a, what would it be like if a nuclear strike happened? No. And like it was a big event, and everybody watched that program. And, and the next day at school, everybody was like, "This, we're all gonna fucking die." Terrifying. We're all yeah. It's like a little mini series or something. Yeah. And I, it, was, it was awful. I remember the day like I, I had a moment like that when I was a kid. I remember when you like. You had science class and talking about like the space and the solar system and everything. And the day a teacher told me that someday the sun is going to die, it is going to explode, <laughs> yep. and the universe is going to be gone. And even though they said it's like forever away, Thousands like of years. I was scared to death. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to see the death of the sun. We're all going to die. That's it. And it just <laughs> yeah. scared me and gave me nightmares for forever. How the fuck did I remember that was an ABC television network thing? There's yeah. a book called The Last Babylon. It's one of my favorite books, but it's 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 about Russian uh, Russia attacking us with nukes and stuff. It's, it's pretty unique concept. It's kind of like zombies. I kind of get excited about it in a little. Well, you know the thing. The thing that always worries me is like there are some like apocalyptic scenarios which are just like that's never going to happen. Right. What's that one to you? Like there's, zombies. There's not going to be zombies or anything like that. Or there's not going to be like you know Mad Max. But what about like if, if fucking, oh, water? I would world. totally be Mad Max. Your water world. That's like that's, that's yeah. That's not things, happen. I would. But I would say. But what about like the zombie idea of like the whole like rabies or viral like. Making people go crazy, kind of infection. Thing. No, I think it's more likely we'd have just like a Spanish flu, like the flu of nineteen seventeen, yeah. something just a kill pandemic, people. you know, that yeah. wipes out where two people that you know die. Like everybody knows at least two people who die, just yeah. by sure yeah. sheer statistics of it. Um, 
But like the the weird one is like the the, the more sci-fi you get is like you know the sun thing yeah. or like mm-hmm. aliens landing on the planet tomorrow and suddenly we're at war with an alien race. That's literally something that you know it's it is wild science fiction, but it actually could happen. Yeah. It's yeah. on the scale of probability. It's yeah, very it's low. in the possible column. Yeah, <laughs> fingers it, crossed. <laughs> You'd actually like that. I like apocalyptic scenarios. Like those are some of my oh, favorite. You just want to be. You just want to be in movies. one. Yeah, I, I even have like a, an apocalypse kit at my house. It's a backpack, and I got like a, a hatchet and like a duster, you know. So I'm gonna be like the cowboy that like strolls into town. You, know? when you, when oh, you, you made a motion when you said duster that made me think of like a skirt that you were wearing. Like, yeah, a duster. You really? So part of your apocalypse kit is your wardrobe? <laughs> like absolutely, <laughs> and you gotta look cool. That's like the, yeah, yeah. Why are you, you got like one outfit to wear? <laughs> and then you know what's gonna happen is Blaine's gonna put on the duster, get the apocalypse kit, walk out his door. And get killed by somebody who's actually <laughs> going to survive. He's going to do that pose with his hands yeah. on his hips He's going to breathe, breathe in. in. <sighs> ah, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what all your preparation is going to lead to. It's going to lead to this conversation that somebody else has going, hey, where did you get that duster? <laughs> like, oh, I killed a guy. What is, what is this, this from the this? day after? Oh, yeah. Patrick has some stuff from the day after up, I think, he did. on the video. I movie. Yeah, it was like it was just like like how it happens. I remember one of the guys, I think Jason Robard was in it. But uh like one of the <laughs> things that happened, or maybe Henry Robert. Fonda. Um talking about like apocalypse things like uh the show that's on TV right now, The Leftovers, that's like an end of the world kind of thing sort Is of. Is anyone watching that? I am. Uh, I've watched all nine episodes so far. They're rebooting Left uh, Behind with Nicolas Cage too. What do you mean Left Behind? That that well, the, the novel rapture. series? Yeah. Yeah. That was mm. a huge novel series. I think it's like eight books. Yeah. That like they sold really well because there's a, there's a huge Christian community Christian market, yeah. in, in the U.S. Or the prequels. Yeah. And, and the movies they made didn't do that series justice. People love that series a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a story about uh, the rapture yeah. and then the, basically the rise of like the Antichrist yeah. during, mm-hmm. during the rapture. Well, like the premise of like The Leftovers is like – it seems like it would be something along those lines, but they immediately denounce it. Basically, like, denounce that it's not that kind of a scenario. Like right away, they're like, "Yeah, it's not this. Something else happened." Okay. You know what? Though I think that's that's a holdover from the popularity of Lost, where there's this feeling that you have to stay ahead of the audience, and even if you're going to tell a compelling story that has a logical conclusion, mm-hmm. you got to make the the end a mystery. Like, what yeah. is it, and all this stuff. Well, that's I think a little bit of the way that Damon Lindelof writes is that he loves to cause more questions than answers, and I think if you like accept that that's the way he likes to write, then. That makes more sense of why the shows are like that. Is this a Lindelof show? It is. Yeah. Oh, that totally makes sense. Then. Yeah, yeah. It totally very, makes sense. Like the it's I mean his format is basically he loves compelling characters and vignettes on those characters. I mean that was what Lost was about was like flashbacks of these yeah, characters right. and learning more about them, and then all the while enticing you with mystery and and tension, but not giving you all the answers while still asking even more and more questions. The payoff for the flashbacks in Lost was amazing. When it had that that season three moment when it switched from flashing backwards yeah. to flashing forward, you realize when you realize it was flashing forward, that was cool. That was a huge payoff. They yeah. lost huge me. At, the they lost me at Panda Bear, Polar Bear, the attacking Polar Bear. <laughs> Panda Bear. <laughs> Panda Bear wouldn't have been as scary in a tropical Bamboo. environment. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, season one of Lost was so much different than everything else. Yeah. I mean, it was like I really liked season one of Lost, and I think that when you write something where you have more questions than answers, everyone starts to build out a pathway in their head, and then you. Can't can't service all that. Well, stuff. I think I saw an interview about like the when they were talking to the writers about that, you know, and complaining about like that there were it seemed so lost in so many so many questions that kind of thing. That one of their I guess excuses or explanations was that throughout the process they didn't know 
how much long this show was going to be. That's a tough thing. Mm. And so they kept adding and adding and adding and still making it canon and connect to stuff. And so when you're like, when you're writing, as opposed to like a movie, when you write the whole movie, you know, beginning, middle, and end, TV series, you're like, well, we might have three seasons. We might have yeah. one. You know, who knows? Yeah, it's one of the things, like, we try to say format agnostic when we make content. Let's just make the best possible content, and then we'll put it in whatever venue makes the most amount of sense. But one of the big challenges with that is that, like, I went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy again. Um, when you're writing a movie, especially if something that shows in theaters, um, which is, like, a totally different format now than stuff that's, like, a feature length but designed for, like, online distribution, is that if you're in a theater, you got these people. Yeah. They're not going anywhere for Captivated 90 minutes. Audience. Yeah. Unless they really hate it. So you can have some pacing in the second act or, like, towards the end of the first act where you can do things that, like, pays off later. But with a television series or with something that's online, you yeah. got to, like, keep people hooked in. Yeah. Yeah. Come back time. every time. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, obviously, you want to make something that's compelling and interesting, but at the same time, sometimes you want to make something that's a little bit longer drawn out, a little bit more of an investment. Well, that's something I was even talking about with Tom uh, the other day. We were talking about comic books, and we were talking about like, he was he was asking like, do you think people are going to be reading more comic books now that more and more of these like movies are being made, and I, as opposed to like you know people watch like read books from movies or read book or read the books that movies are based on? I was like, I was like, no, because like when you like take like Game of Thrones to invest in a Game of Thrones from the literature side, you go and buy. What? How many books? Five books that there five are? Books. Five books. Yep. You buy those five books, you have those five books, and you can read them to the end, that kind of thing. But to invest into like reading the X-Men is going to the comic book store every week or continuing to, to get all the issues and everything like that. And it, it requires returning to yeah. it all the time. Yeah. Pretty high barriers to entry. Yeah. And yeah. It's also a matter of like you don't know where to start. Yeah. It's just there's so much lore. I try to get into comic books when – DC rebooted everything with the new yeah, 52. New 52, yeah. They try to make moments like that. The DC new 52 and the Marvel yeah. Now moments. Marvel's like, they, doing it now. They yeah. try to give oh, really? start points. She's horror and Captain America's dying. Oh, it's, yeah. It's uh, I, I, Falcon. I'm, personally, I'm appreciative <laughs> of the fact that I seemed to, to grow up at that time when it was like comics were a big deal, mm-hmm. uh, but it wasn't so much of a backlog. Yeah. You know, I mean, there was, but there was also some new stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and then it got to the point where when I fell out of comics, that's when graphic novels started to get really, really big. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I appreciate the graphic novel format. Yeah. Well, even yeah, just the, great, like the trade paperback like collection format of comics is even that's, right. That's how I read a lot of comics. That's how I read Chew. I just wait for the yeah. trade. So uh, I did Walking Dead and yeah. Civil War for Marvel. I have the Walking Dead like volume one compendium. compendium. It's like this thick. It's like the first 45 issues. It's how tough do you think... Volume two? <laughs> I have volume I've, two. I've read it already. No. How tough do you think it would be to start over or start reading from the beginning the Phantom? You would need a newspaper from like nineteen. Yeah, yeah, some of that stuff. <laughs> so the it's Phantom, the, the purple guy, right? Yeah. Like skull ring? Yeah. Well, well that's like Peanuts. Like, <laughs> if you, if you uh, like talking about a Gar- Peanuts movie. Yeah, really? the, yeah. the 3DG animated one. Yeah. Pass. I hear that Phantom movie was terrible. Yeah. That's all right. Matt really likes it. Matt likes that and he likes The Shadow. The Shadow. I love that movie. That's, that's uh, Baldwin. It's so I used to there and fucking watch those with him on VHS. I had the action figure. He squeezed his legs and he'd go. <laughs> what are you, I don't even know what motion you're making. He's making like a gun. gun <laughs> motion. Come on, man. Shadow. Only the shadow knows. Well, that's uh, with the oh, Guardians God. of the Galaxy. Like those, if you want to read the backlog of those characters, like Groot is from like a weird comic, like Tales of Suspense yeah. number four, and he's like some Jeez. weird villain and everything. Swamp and thing. Rocket Raccoon, it's a hieroglyphic. Yeah, <laughs> they're so old. Let me see. I'll tell you where Groot came well, from. Would be the hieroglyph for I am Groot. <laughs> he was a villain. Wow. Like a monster, yeah. He's also known as the Monarch of Planet X. He yeah. was, yeah. He was at first appearance was in Tales to Astonish yeah. number thirteen. <laughs> well, and Rocket Raccoon is the wow. same thing. Like really bizarre. He's from the planet nowhere, 
and he had a whole like a whole ensemble of anthropomorphic animals. Like he had a girlfriend who was like an otter, a friend that was a walrus, a friend that was a rabbit. I thought his story was he was from Earth, and then they did no. That's like an even another like reboot. Oh, and then they also have uh, the dog, the guardians that we know of now. Uh, they, I didn't know this when they, when they made the movie. Cause I, I, the Guardians of the Galaxy to me was like this, like obscure seventies yeah. comic, like Dazzler or Cloak and Dagger, uh, or mm. Moon Knight, you know? And I was like, <laughs> why are they, why are they focusing on this? But I didn't know they had rebooted the whole series back in 2008. Cause yeah. I'm, I'm well, out they, of comics. They basically almost rebooted twice. Yeah. Like the 2008 one was kind of a reboot and then they kind of even sort of rebooted again with the Marvel now, um, like in 2012. But mm. it's so tough. I mean, it's like, um, you know, all the major powers and all the major characters, to come up with a new superhero now is really tough. Yeah. Um, that's why I give George Romero a lot of credit because everyone talks about zombies as though it's just like a genre of filmmaking and video games and comic books and like TV shows like Walking Dead. Um, like the guy who's writing Walking Dead, he basically just wrote, uh, to me, a Romero TV show or a Romero graphic novel. And I'm sure he was inspired by George Romero. That. But that was like – if, you, if I said to you come up with a new kind of monster that nobody's ever seen before, yeah. and I know zombies have existed, you know, in like Haitian lore and stuff like that, or witchcraft, um, but like the idea of like the the zombie apocalyptic scenario where it's transferable and all that, that is a monster. That's like a Frankenstein or a vampire or yeah. a werewolf, or you know, it's like he came up with that, and it's hard to do that kind of stuff. Well, yeah. it's like half the mm-hmm. time in comic books they just they actually grab characters from like. 30, 40 years ago that no one remembers. That's what I was getting at. And they'll yeah. just bring him in and most people just go, oh, this new character, like, you know, like Rocket Raccoon. Like, oh, it's Rocket Raccoon from 2008 as opposed to Rocket Raccoon from like 1973. But that shit's hard. It's like, take the fucking Riddler and make the Riddler interesting. Yeah. Or Mephisto or yeah. Mr. Mixoplick. I mean, yeah. what the fuck are you going to do with that? <laughs> yeah. And it's like stuff that made sense in the 50s. You know, or like it was a Spider-Man villain, the Illusionist, who had the the spiral yeah. on his top. Hat. Oh, there's absurd characters. Absurd. Like there's a catalog like, of them. Modak, yeah. who's yeah. just like the floating head. Modok. Modok. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I, I felt that way honestly uh, when the Nolan movie started. It's like, oh, who's going to be the villain? Yeah. In the new Dark Knight movie, it's like Scarecrow. I'm like, are you fucking shitting me? That's going to be terrible. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, how are they going to do Scarecrow as yeah, a villain? Why open with the Scarecrow? His rogue gallery is kind of interesting. Well, they had Rache, but his rogue. Yeah. But they did a great job with it. it. They yeah, did. No. Yeah. Who's going to have an absurd rogue gallery is when the Flash TV show is out because his villains are absurd. <laughs> like the time Like guy. the boomerang. Uh, yeah. The boomerang guy, the, the, the freezing ray guy. Like he's got really Dr. weird – Dr. Cold or something? Yeah. Dr. But, Cold. But, Dr. Cold. I can't remember but, his name. I, I, uh, we're spending a lot of time on comic books here. But you know who had the worst lineup of villains of any superhero ever? That's Iron Man. Yeah. I mean, he had uh, he had like a Fing Fang Foom. Yeah, other than Mandarin, the Mandarin, Mandarin. Mandarin. Yeah. other ones. Yeah, yeah. the Mandarin's a, a, the like a yeah, the, the ring guy. Ming Whiplash. Dynasty Emperor yeah. with like ten different rings of power that do different stuff, and their interpretation of that within the Iron Man franchise, that was great. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the way they did Constrictor with Mickey Rourke, but I did like the way they've done just about everything else. Really, you didn't think the, the Constrictor was a good interpretation for I film? Really, Constrictor's like one of those like obscure villains that I really liked. Agreed, but like I was seeing like the adaptation of him in the film. I thought it was like they did good with what they had. I'm just listen. Marvel after Guardians of the Galaxy, I think Marvel can make whatever they want. Yeah, yeah. and they just they have the superhero genre, yeah. and they can make superhero comedies. They can make superhero mysteries if they want to. I'm just waiting for Rom the Space Knight. Now at this point, <laughs> Rom the Space Knight's one. When we reach that character, I know we they're they're. 
tap it out. <laughs> uh, really quick, I got one more thing to read. Uh, GoDaddy is releasing hundreds of new domains that tell people who you are and what you do, including .guru, .club, .photography, and .menu. There are options for just about everything, and your chances of getting the name you want are now better than ever. Register the domain that helps people find you online before someone beats you to it. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter promo code ROOSTER30 to save 30% on your order. Some limitations apply. See website for details. Let's sell some new domain names, RT. And that's it. Oh, that was a fast one. Yep. Deal with it, Jordan. Like we, you cut off so so succinctly at the end. Yeah, it kind of just ran out. Do you guys even think about that? Like, do you guys register domain names at all? I have a few. Do yeah. you do? Yeah. I do have a few too. Yeah. But every time, every time <laughs> the renewal comes up, I debate renewing them. I don't really have a reason for them very much. I have a dot biz domain. Dot do biz. Yeah. What is it? Can you tell us? Virtual. Virtualpiz.biz. It's a Homestar <laughs> Runner reference. Virtualpiz.biz. Yeah. Yeah. It'll it'll just uh it should just reroute you to the strong bad email it's from, but it uh I didn't get to it. Um, P I Z? P I I think it's P I Z Z. Yeah, P-I-Z-Z. I have like I have I have a few domains and just yeah, like yep. I use one for my Tumblr just because I needed a use for it. Like I have an actual dot com for my Tumblr blog. Big on most, Tumblr, eh? Yeah. Yeah, he's huge on Tumblr. I mean, I'm huge. That's what you do. That's like your main social destination. Would you agree? Yeah, that's that's yeah. yeah. Narcissistic. Yeah. The only reason I'm on Tumblr is to see my own tags and then respond if somebody's like, "Hey, Blaine, I have a question. What's up? Do you run a? a I don't, blame, I don't, a blame I don't even blog? know how that works. Tumblr's a great place for it's. I use it a lot for inspiration because a lot of artists post their stuff on Tumblr. It's a good place to browse through a lot of artists and images and that kind of thing. Seems mm. like a cross section between like uh, deviant art and Twitter to me. That's yeah. what Tumblr seems mm. like. To yeah. Me. I use I use Tumblr to practice the internet, which means I wait for people to send me messages and then I just be jerks to them and see how they react. Really? <laughs> That's like your like your test kitchen? Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> wait, like, I people like send- to Tumblr. I want to talk to Jordan on Tumblr. <laughs> hey, dickhead. <laughs> I don't like the you know what there's and it's not just because like Tumblr's like a younger one. I'm just like, hey, I don't get this. <laughs> I actively said I'm not doing this one, yeah. and that happens with social media. Yeah. When it comes up, and it's like, all right, do I have to pay attention to this? Uh, but you said yes to Pinterest, right? I I said <laughs> no to Pinterest. <laughs> the big one I said no to was Instagram. I just refused yeah. to do Instagram. You're on, and I follow you. I just got on as a private thing, and it's I don't I don't want to do it. It's, uh, Twitter does everything that Instagram does. Exactly, it just doesn't make sense to me. Twitter's incorporating video somehow soon. Yeah, I've never, I had never yet. posted a selfie anywhere. Not like especially not one by myself. I may have posted like a group shot where I took like a you and Ashley or something like, like some other people back yeah. at Disney. Oh, selfies for days. Self really? There was a really funny video that was posted online of a dad in the front seat taping his or recording his daughter. I saw that taking she was selfies. taking selfies in the back seat. Oh my god! And she's taking selfies for like two and a half minutes straight of just like selfie after selfie. And well, it ends with I him hate, wrecking the car. I hate selfies. They're... I was well, so I was in the the other day and. I was I they were about to film a, a let's play in Mario Kart so I stood up to take a break and watched them do it and Ray wasn't playing and so I obviously walked away from my phone Don't do it and he did Uh-oh. that whole thing where he filled up my phone with selfies he literally was about 5 feet from me while he did it the fun thing was that you can take all those images and you compile them into a nice little gif and so you see an animation of Ray making the worst face possible I saw that that was funny <laughs> Oh did you did, were you the one who put them all together and made yeah, that I, I exported them and put them together in a gif and he's just he <laughs> looks like he's having some sort of weird like constitutional problem Yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> I am actually around making faces. <laughs> and I, I will probably forget, and this podcast will be out after it, but last time I was on a PAX panel with Ray, I got up to do something, and he, like, in front of 5,000 people at PAX, <laughs> he's so quick. he did that exact thing. He's really, and I've I'm never sly. seen him do it to anybody else's phone. Well, he started, he started mine that he was like, he was doing it, and then he turns around and gets me in the frame yeah. in the back. Wow. I was like, wow. Insult to injury. Yeah, yeah. just to make fun of you. Jesus. That's like a horror film. Like he's in the house with <laughs> behind you. And you know it. It's really horrible to be included in that process. <laughs> yeah, but I, I never got I never got involved with Instagram and I can be honest with you, I never regretted it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> except for the fact that, that some other guy grabbed my name. And then occasionally like I'll take photos of people who are on Instagram, they tag me and it just tags us too. Oh yeah. I have uh, I have two Instagrams that I don't use, but I'm just like holding the name. <laughs> like like I have my name and then, like, on my Instagram. Yeah. He, he's he's shameless about it too. Yeah. Because it's like Phil DeFranco tagged me, it tagged this dude anyway, and he's like, Thanks for all the followers. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> so it's like one of those things where it's well, like, Well yeah, yeah, that's where Tumblr gets a little scary sometimes because there are some there's like there's people who act like they're you, almost like oh, role yeah. playing. That's the dark part of Tumblr. I've gotten I've gotten That's some weird. people to give up like they had my name and they were like, If you're on Tumblr, you can have it. And I was like, Cool. Well, I, I don't even like when people use on any form of social media when they use an avatar. That is somebody that I know. Yeah. It's not them. Because my initial reaction is I see the avatar and I think, oh, there's Gav. He's yeah. Like, nope. Gavin probably is the one who has the most people yeah. mimicking yeah. him online. Like I'll see it's it. really bizarre. I've, I've started reading fan fiction like, oh. with me in it as Uh-oh. like the main other person. What a surprise. You're only reading ones with you in it. It's <laughs> fucking cool. It's, <laughs> it's like, how do they know me so well? <laughs> it's pretty interesting. I stay away from that stuff. There's yeah. one where it's like a new employee coming into Rooster Teeth and then like I'm like all charming and stuff. And it's like, wow. I love me. <laughs> so, you. are you the new employee, or is the new employee somebody else? Somebody else, and you're hitting on. And me. I'm, I'm mm. the one that's like, "Hey, I'll take you to dinner." So, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Blaine, <laughs> that's get it. Want, me to, want me to pick you up? Jesus, oh, I cool. just want to see. I want to see somebody write a fan fiction. And then Blaine read it and then incorporate it into his life. He's like, that Blaine is pretty fucking cool, <laughs> I'm going to start acting like him. I won't be like that Blaine. There's no Jim Blaine fan fictions, though, which is unfortunate. So. There's, There's no, no what? Jim? Jim, Jim Blaine. I, I expected that one the most for some reason. I got blown off by Blaine on text the other day. He's like, he's like look, I'll read to you. Like, I can't talk for you right now, bro. I'm at the gym. <laughs> you send me a nerdy text. You're like, oh, by my calculations, the RT recap had 100 episodes. It was like. Wow. Wouldn't you want to know if one of your shows that you work on is about to hit episode 100? We've only done yeah. like 20 of episodes, so I was like, nerd. <laughs> I was like, I gotta go. He was in gym. bro mode. Jesus. All right, speaking of the gym, can I tell a quick nerd. story? He goes, I'll incorporate that in the episode somehow. Gotta go, bro. I'm at the gym, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Say bro more. So I used to work, or, or sorry, I lived at a co-op. <laughs> Do you know what a co-op is? What am I, a 12-year-old? Yeah, I know what a co-op is. <laughs> Some people don't know what a co-op is. It's basically a people. It's like a living community. Everybody has labor. And, and it's like you like cook dinners together. It's fucking gross. Yeah, do you get labor It's day a off? bunch of hippies. So basically- It's usually disgusting. We had a gym, and I called it Blaine's Gym because I took care of it. I painted my name in there, and then I like bought all the equipment and stuff. So one day, my friend was working out- You don't and- strike me, by the way, not to interrupt, but you don't strike me as a co-op guy. I was really surprised to find out that you lived in a co-op. Yeah. No, yeah. it's that's cool. Though. Usually, it's dude who the company who strikes you as a co-op guy. John Reisinger. Me? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, Maybe Josh. I'm trying to think who else. 
I think it's Yvonne. JJ. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay, yeah. so um, yeah, so we had a gym in there, and I used to take care of it. And I had a text one morning, and my friend was like, "Hey, there's like a there's an old used condom in here. I, I don't know what it's from. There's a music room above, and he's like, somebody must have been doing something I don't up in the know music what room. It's from. Okay. Yeah. So he's like, Can what you? could they have used? He's this like, for? I, just, I just wanted to give you a heads up because it was in your gym. I was like, okay, well I'll go check it out. So we had I'll security cameras in there, and I went in and I went into the history, and I found. 30 minutes of security footage of two people banging in Blaine's gym. Nice. And they did the most obscene things. Nice. Like he was like doing curls while things were happening. Oh, and like nice. it was the worst. So it's the worst because it wasn't you. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, how you were like, I was using this gym all wrong. But my, no, my friend though would like worked out and touched all the equipment in that gym. Oh, get over it. And then it's just like those people were all over it, you know. So I called that guy. He used to live at the co-op. I used to call him Jim Fucker. Every time I saw him, I was like, hey, Jim Fucker, how you doing? So, so going back to that, I, I would be really horrified if somebody came to me and said, I found a used condom. And I know exactly what it's from. <laughs> that would be a way more concerning statement than not knowing what it's from. That was also, the, you know what it's from. You don't know don't who it's from. Don't review security footage. It's, That's a social contract. You just don't mm, go back and look at security footage. It's, it's horrible. Just don't ever do it. I mean, it's like you're, you're never going to like what you see on there. Unless there's a crime that took place, that's yeah. what it means. It's not what is the used condom from. <laughs> well, I had to find out because it's like from. obviously these people can't be doing this in Blaine's gym. Blaine's Purpose gym sign. is a sacred place. Yeah, I need you to stop no referring sense. to it as Blaine's gym. It's Blaine's gym. <laughs> I was going to put Pokemon-themed things in there, but I left before that happened. But it's Blaine's gym. Isn't Blaine actual off Pokemon? Yeah, yeah, yeah the seventh gym funny. leader from Cinnabar Island. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just put it beside, like, no creature blowies or anything. <laughs> it was weird, though. <laughs> it was we weird. So what did you do? Did you, like, hose the place down with Lysol? Yeah, I know. I brought them in, the two people that did it, and I was like, you're going to clean the shit out of this place. Because I touch this equipment every day. I did, was they like, know about the, did they know about the tape? No, they didn't even know there were security cameras. They do now. Like, Boy, yeah. you're in for a surprise, yeah. Did you show, did you show them the tape? Uh... You know, one night the guy came to me and he was he was like drunk and it was like it was like midnight and I was like watching a movie and he's like, Hey, do you have that footage of me doing that thing? And it's like <laughs> oh, No. Get away from me. Like, he, like awful. it was really weird. That's why you I wouldn't have told them that you saw video I, footage because everybody they don't know about it. If they don't know, that's good. Yeah, I just I don't like cameras everywhere. I've never liked that. Let people people want to bang in a gym, let them get away with it. There's, There's cameras like six here right in front of me. But if I'm touching this I know that I'm on set. I don't like random cameras. <laughs> we missed a story you were about to t- say a little while ago when I talked about peeing in public. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, you talked about getting locked. I don't want to miss that. Out of your so office. can we go back to that real quick? I'm going to get in trouble for this. I want to hear it. Oh, good. I really want to hear it now. I'm going to get in trouble for this. I'm looking over there. Um so one of the other things that happens a lot is that I will. <laughs> Ashley has perked up so much right now. I, I listen. We drive to work a lot together, and then sometimes the car is like it's like we'll drive separately to work, Ashley and I. Okay. And then uh, the car will stay here for a couple days because we'll drive back and forth together for a while, and then we get off, and it's like, well, I need to go home early. And she's like, okay, we'll go ahead and go. I am one hundred percent since we moved from stage five or moved into stage five. I'm 100% of leaving the office before Ashley and not having my keys with me because my my Tesla does not have a set of keys. It just so has house a little, keys. Yeah, it just has a little fob on it. So I don't carry my key ring all the time. So that happens all the time. I always forget my keys. Ashley, it happened to her one time out of six months we've been here. She got locked out. She took the car home and I was taking the truck home and she got locked out. And I was like, oh, shit. I said, I'll, I'll drive home right away. And I'll find you. I'll get you. I'll let you in. She goes, well, hurry because I, I have to pee. And then I was like, I'm packing up right now. And she goes, says, plot she says, you know what? Ashley is she, like this right is, now. She goes, you know what? Forget it. She goes, no big deal. And I was like, I was like, no, no. I just got to pee. She goes, I have to pee anymore. <laughs> and I was like, 
I was like, what? And, you know, Ashley doesn't give a shit. She doesn't give a fuck. So I was really surprised. She tells me the story that Ashley peed in our backyard. Yeah. It seems like I would do that in a heartbeat. Do you, do you pee in your backyard? All the time. Yeah. All the time. I tell the kids to do it, too. Like, yeah. boys. Safe. Go ahead. Did, you, did you go in the pool? Yeah. Actually, no, did you pee on a Come plant? Come on the microphone. <laughs> microphone. See, uh, I'm hoping she'll do the, the mic. She'll do the motion. Did you? How did that work out for you? Sorry. <laughs> Sweetheart. He says, sorry now. Not going in the pool because I'm not a savage. I went against a tree like a <laughs> Yeah, me neither. She went against a tree. She didn't go in the pool. She went against a tree. Well, That's here's the thing: like girls don't have the same equipment that guys, so you can't just whip it out and just like write your name. Let's hope not. And you know, I was wearing jeans, so I needed something to like lean against. So I had to like grab the tree and just like. Like, 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 Grabs the tree. This is the way she described it to me. She grabs the tree, puts her feet like at the base of the tree, and then leans oh. back. Oh. Right. So but she's see, like, we have neighbors. Interesting. <laughs> the real trick was really I had to like, I had to scout the entire backyard first to figure out like where is what's a blind spot to all neighbors because we <laughs> yeah. have um, our neighbors have. Like, they can see across the yard, especially, like, ones on the other side, which means, like, no topless sunbathing. It's really sad. I'm uh, so mad at them. <laughs> they took a tree down, and she won't topless sunbathe anymore. <laughs> Sons of bitches. I know, yeah. right, boy? It's the worst. Oh, but, but no, I, I did find, I now right? know the oh, one spot in the yard, and it's next to the, the tree. The sweet spot. <laughs> you find it. Yeah. But there's no sun there. That's, that's my new pee spot. Next time I come over. I'm going to be like Joe the cat and just refuse to pee indoors. That part of the yard is going to die. Next time I'm there for like Game of Thrones or whatever, just point that spot out so I know not to What are you so worried about? What are you so worried about? Let me tell you. Ashley pee pee. I've peed all over the backyard, so don't worry about it. Bring a black glass. Blaine, if you're not careful, I'll pee in your gym. So I have to admit that I have completely lost Joe the cat to Ashley. Oh. They are best buds. I'm glad you said oh. to Ashley at the end of there. Yeah. No, I got no, worried for a second. He's, he's a dick. I follow yeah. you on Instagram, and that's like Joe the Cat pictures. And they're good, too. He's like such a chill cat. He's yeah, like, I'm a wonderful Joe the Cat photographer. You should see my camera roll, all the ones I don't post, because I'm like, eh, maybe too much Joe the Cat. It is true. <laughs> it's I like need, 50% I need, of her photos are Joe the Cat. need more food pictures. I don't know. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm really sorry that I had to tell that no, story. They required me to do it. Not even a little bit. I was bit. part of it. Part of the deal, social contract. Yeah, blame it on me. Him. That's a, that's all right. John brought just go back watch tape. It was long gone. The story was long gone. John brought it back up. Well, and if, and if too, John but... never hosts news ever again, it's complete coincidence. <laughs> complete. Yeah. Thanks, Ash. It was have nice ever, being on the know. Have you ever peed on? Uh... Wait till Jordan animates it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really this trouble. is gold. Have you ever peed in the car while you're driving? It's like you've been alone, like Dumb and Dumber and you style. Need to go to the bathroom, but alone. You've never tried that? No. What do no? you do? You pee while you're driving? So I had a yeah, water what? burger cup, and I was Just on my way back over. to Dallas. Oh, God. It's a three and a half hour drive, but then I hit traffic in Dallas. I don't think I've peed in a cup since I was like 12 years yeah. old. Well, oh, I peed in trip. this cup, and it was a bad time. Let's, let me tell you that. <laughs> As so. opposed to a good time peeing in the cup? I mean, some, you know, if it's successful, hey, it's a good time. Off. Here's the difference when you're a kid, and you're on a road trip, and they tell you to pee in the cup, and you pee in the cup. And then you stop and dump it out or whatever. Just stop and pee on the side of the road. That's right. the same fucking yeah. thing. It's traffic. Otherwise, you're you're not gonna ride around in your car with a cup of pee. Well, I did because it was traffic in Dallas and there's nowhere to pull over. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Well, dump it out the window. No, because then I'm gonna hit the like the biker next to me or whatever. You know. Let's let's stop talking about pee. I gotta pee. I do <laughs> so bad. Dude. Don't touch his knee when you say that. <laughs> I don't even know how Bernie, much. Are you keeping track gonna, of time? How much no, time do we have left? Job. I'm gonna go pee in Bernie's house. We got five ten minutes left. Perfect. Perfect. If you, you gotta go, Jordan? you can go. No, hey, do you want it, which one do you want? Here, man, we don't care. Do you want sound check or do you want the the? Uh, I usually use the bungalow. I, I got a story. 
the bathroom situation, I cannot wait for this to be corrected because there's a there's a I guess like a pact where if you're using the bathroom, you're that's yours. Nobody's gonna come in and use the No, one I next disagree. To you. I disagree. John and that's I ended up in there together. Yeah. That, but that's how it's been it's at the old office. We had we had a toilet and we had a urinal in one of those bathrooms. People yeah, don't but- come in and <laughs> Use the urinal no, no, if you're that. on the shower. Right, right. Stop for a second. Let's explain the layout of what we're talking about. Okay. At the old office, there was two bathrooms. But let's, and there was a one that was called the main bathroom, which had a toilet in a room. Mm-hmm. And then there was like, kind of like a side room off of that that also had a urinal in it. Right. That was – there was no stall well, for the toilet. A, right. a partial wall. No partial door, wall. no nothing. Partial wall. And the, the toilet – did not. It was just like a normal bathroom that had also like I a little like, nook. I just want to pee by myself, though. The current place I'm we have a bathroom about my stream. that has a bathroom. It's a small bathroom, but it has a toilet with a stall and a urinal and a sink, but a toilet with a stall. That's yeah. the main difference. So yeah. go ahead. Now that they know, know well, what we're talking I, about. So heretofore, the protocol has been <laughs> somebody comes out. If you're so popular, if, if you're in the honey wagon and you're peeing, I what I do is. I, there's no lock on the door anymore because yeah. you can't go. I meant to differ. You, Somebody locked it this You morning. can't take twosies in there anymore. Come on. Or they frown upon it anyway. Um, I always knock just in case, and then nobody answers. I go in. And uh, so I, I was peeing one time, and my greatest fear is somebody walking in. And sure enough, of all people, JJ comes in. <sighs> Jesus. Opens the, doesn't even knock. Opens the door. I was like, occupied in the middle of my being. He's like, ha, this is awkward. Walks right in, goes into the stall next to me. And yeah, I'm like, and that's perfectly oh, fine. What are you doing? I'm fine with that. There's no, a door between like you. Did you play sports in high school or middle school? But I'm totally with Scoff. you. <laughs> Fuck it, you know? I'm totally with you. That One of the biggest stories that I got continue to get the most amount of shit for is the time we were all in a hotel room. Joel's taking a shower I go in the bathroom and take this <laughs> while he's in the shower. That was like egregious to everybody. That's, that's, not, do that's, that. that's not how I animated. You, I you, were taking, you were taking a dump <laughs> and like trying to see Joel's junk. Yeah, exactly. I was in the honey no, wagon. No, that's day, proof. And you, actually, you actually came in and asked permission if you could. If you could. If you're like, are you okay if I come in too? Fuck. Like, yeah, it's fine. Just making sure because people nice. are all excited about it. See, I'm all gun yeah. shy because of the stupid I RTA that you made. I don't even care. Exactly. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it, JJ. You come over to the bungalow. <laughs> No, listen, I, I, I'm, that's where I go to take my other business. <laughs> I've been going to Soundcheck, really? and, and I'll see – I can see – I recognize people's shoes. I've seen Gus's. I've seen – I saw Kyle's this morning. I recognize <laughs> these really people. Funny. I'll start talking to them. I'll be like, hey, Gus, how are you doing? Oh, man. Now, John did that you. to me. John continued to talk to me as I was peeing, and I was like – this we're not going to do. Yeah. This is, yeah. What did I say? I don't, across my, I don't, I don't, we don't, just chatted about I don't like people who do that. Like if, if you go in – like if you're like, I got to pee. I got to pee too. So you go – Together to the bathroom. Just, if it's a public bathroom, you know you're fine. Oh, no, it's that. the awkward but moment. When you start talking I did. To each other. It's like I'm busy. I got to focus on this. It's How much concentration like do you need but to pee? Acknowledge the awkward moment. I'm de- I'm, yeah. I'm definitely though in the school of thought that Blaine is where it's like I grew up that that kind of shit just didn't matter. Yeah, bro. People I, just I, pee over everyone, just <laughs> all over the, each the other. The party, the party where I got pee everybody tree, super drunk at Gus's, I peed in the backyard. Yeah. In like plain sight of a lot of people, Jeez. and that was like mortifying. No, it's <laughs> the big, ultimate act of manhood. Uh, uh, on nature. This is mine now. Totally this is you. Do you own Gus's the backyard? The ultimate now? act of manhood is peeing on stuff. I mean, it's one of many acts of manhood. No, you said the ultimate. Okay, I think you, you set guys, up on a pedestal. In this conversation, you guys are fucking Neanderthals. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went to a church camp with this. Okay, here this, two four. You are Neanderthal. <laughs> this gets weird, but I, I went to a church camp where <laughs> one of. 
one of our camp counselors was in the bathroom while a kid was taking a crap, and then he peed on his foot. Did he really? Ugh. He was like... Just peed on his foot. <laughs> You'll like this, then. There's a whole Did series of gu- a guy it? who does with vines where he takes a sports bottle. And he goes in <laughs> and he sprays in the toilet and just sprays with <laughs> Dude, the reactions. There's the, the disembodied voice. Going, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> There's one where a guy asks for, other, for toilet paper. He's like, hey, can you pass me a roll underneath the thing? He's like, yeah. Dips his hand in Nutella and then he grabs it. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck is this? What are you doing? Oh, my God. It's so fucking so, gross. Why am I not surprised that Blaine loves bathroom humor? <laughs> that surprised me in the least. That's pretty funny. <laughs> in the least. He's not seeing it right if now. If JJ had pranked me like that while he was using the other stall, I would have been like, yeah, that's cool. Oh, <laughs> Dear <man>. Lord. <sighs> All right. Well, I think uh, I think we're getting close here. Are we, guys? Yeah. Anybody? Last topics? John, first podcast. How did you feel about it? <laughs> I like your first podcast. We put you in Gus's chair and made yeah. you do all the ad reads. Yeah, thanks I'm, for taking that. I'm good with that. Yeah. The bullet. I yeah Ashley's going to break up with me after this, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and she's going to fire me from the no. <laughs> yeah, we're all, <laughs> we're all in the outs. We're so glad I got on the podcast. <laughs> what are you, which bathroom are you going for so we don't? I'm, I'll go to the honey wagon. You I'll go, go to soundtrack. You go soundtrack. Do you guys you coordinate? You the fucking honey wagon. I'm going to. I'm all right. Like. Well, on the patch this week, we're going to be talking about all the stuff that we saw at PAX over the weekend. Um, I'm sure there's going to be, you know, as we go into the holiday season, there's going to be like lots of announcements, maybe new looks at games and stuff like that. So uh, that'll be people who went to PAX. I don't know who's going to be on it yet, but people who attended the convention will be on there to talk all about that stuff as well. So if you want to see that tonight, you can see it on Wednesday instead. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching. Bye. 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 Let's go.